27 Sivan, Chaf Zayin Sivan, Tzadik, His Praise, 410. It is impossible to put down in writing everything the Reb said on this occasion about the stringent prohibition against studying these works. He added that the only commentaries and Musar works one should study are those based on the teachings of the rabbis in the Talmud, the Midrashim, meaning Rashi, etc., the Zohar, and the writings of the Ari, including the works written by the tzaddikim of more recent times, which are founded upon these mountains of holiness and follow the teachings of the Baal Shem Tov. Among such works are those by Rabbi Yaakov Yosef of Polnoy and the Lakute Amorim. The Rebbe listed a number of other works which are good to learn. Anyone with sense will be able to understand for himself which works to avoid and which ones he should embrace, namely those based on the Talmud and Midrashim, the Zohar, the writings of the Ari, and those of the Baal Shem Tov. 4.11 The Rebbe greatly derided the explanations of the mitzvot given in the Guide for the Perplexed, saying, How could anyone imagine giving vacuous reasons like these for the sacrifices and the incense offering? How many awesome tikkunim, rectifications, are accomplished in the worlds above, worlds without end, by means of the mere recital of the words of the Torah describing these practices? In other words, if there was any substance in their fallacious theories, what use would there be in merely reciting the Torah passages in question? How can someone come and talk such nonsense about the reason for the incense, which has such profound implications that even the mere recital of the Torah account of it has an influence in the highest worlds, as mentioned in the Zohar and the writings of the Ari. In actual fact, it is impossible to comprehend the reason for the sacrifices and the incense offering. We must simply believe in the words of Moses. There is no doubt that all these practices are based on the profoundest reasons, but it is impossible for the human mind to grasp them. So great are these practices that even the mere recital of the Torah passages describing them has the power to bring about awesome tikkunim in all the worlds. The same applies to the reasons behind all the mitzvot. They are supremely exalted and hidden from the eye of all living beings, as it is written, and hidden from the eyes of all that has life, Job 28.21, and your testimonies are wonderful, Psalms 119.129. I once heard the Rebbe say that studying these philosophical works is like going through a desolate wilderness where one never meets anyone. Similarly, going into these works, one never finds anything holy. 4.12 As for the fact that the Rebbe himself studied philosophical works from time to time, this is the concept of the journey of the children of Israel through the wilderness. The wilderness is the place of the forces of evil. We find in the Zohar, Part 2, 157a, and 3.183b, that the reason the children of Israel traveled through the wilderness was that in so doing they trampled on the forces of evil. This was the Rebbe's purpose in studying these works, which were a wilderness. Understand this. For us, however, it is strictly prohibited to look into these works. See also the lesson, Come to Pharaoh, the Kutei Muharan 1, 64, which explains the prohibition against entering into philosophical speculation deriving, as it does, from the empty void. The lesson also explains why the very great tzaddik is obliged to go into such works in order to elevate the souls which have fallen there. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom 174 This same Rabbi Shimon also told me that shortly before the Rebbe moved from Breslov, which was toward the end of the Rebbe's life, he told Rabbi Shimon, Look at me today. 
You know how much I struggled and toiled to achieve what I did until now. I can now accomplish this much in a single day. At a later time, the Rebbe told him that he could accomplish that much in a single hour. Still later, he said that he could do it all in a single moment. Understand well how far this brings us. When the Rebbe said this to Reb Shimon, he was already worthy of his great attainment. He had already said that his previous level of perception and devotion was nothing compared to what he later attained, and even this previous level was very great and deep. This occurred many times. The Rebbe had already attained an immeasurable level before going to the Holy Land. After his return, he was literally ashamed of his previous attainments, saying that they were absolutely nothing. After that, he continuously elevated himself from one level to the next. From our earlier accounts, it can be understood that he reached immeasurable heights so lofty that they cannot be expressed in words or thought. After all this, one is able to comprehend a little of this awesome greatness. I also heard that the Rebbe once said, When you are worthy of complete knowledge, you can accomplish in a quarter hour of devotion what another person can attain only after seventy years of struggle and toil. The Aleph Bet Book Charity B. 11. Tithing eliminates immoral thoughts. 12. A person whose deeds are filled with kindness has no need of ancestral merit. 13. Doing favors for others brings a person long life. 14. Certain prayers are accepted on high only after sufficient money, equivalent to the number of letters in the relevant prayer, is given to charity. For example, when a person prays, Give me children, he must contribute the sum equal to the letters of these very words. 15. By giving charity, one merits having children. 16. Whoever provides support for many people draws a blessing from the land of Israel to the diaspora. 17. One who gives charity to the poor people of the land of Israel will prosper monetarily. 18. When a person moves to a new place, he should distribute meat to the poor inhabitants there. Doing so will earn him favor in the eyes of the town's officials. 19. Giving shkalim saves a person from the evil inclination. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 1. Lesson number 217. 1. The initial letters of the phrase, Remember the Torah of Moses, Zichru Torah Moshe, Malachi 3.22, spell out the word Tamuz, as it is written without the Vav. This alludes to the fact that then, in the month of Tamuz, it is necessary to draw forth memory in order to rectify the forgetfulness that came into being as a result of the shattering of the tablets, which occurred in this month. When the tablets were broken, the Vav departed from the word Tamuz, since the tablets were six handbreadths long by six handbreadths wide. Vavabatra 14a, six being the numerical value of the letter Vav. Lesson number 218. 1. Sometimes a person suddenly travels to some faraway place. He does this in order to hide himself from some decree that has been passed against him on high, and even though he does not know about it on a conscious level, his soul is nonetheless aware of it, and this is why he feels the desire to travel. But when this person becomes famous in that place, it can then be harmful to him, God forbid. May God save us. Lesson number 219. 1. When a person effaces, hides, and diminishes himself with humility and low-spiritedness, then God too, so to speak, relates to this person with humility and low-spiritedness. He contracts and restrains his majesty and pride, and he diminishes himself, so to speak, and he dwells with this person, as in, I dwell with the lowly, 
Isaiah 57:15. But when a person is haughty and inflated, God forbid, then God too shows his majesty and greatness. And who can endure and receive God's glory and greatness? For behold, the heavens and the heavens of the heavens cannot contain you. 1 Kings 8:27. This is indeed what caused the destruction of the holy temple on account of our many sins. Lesson number 220. 1. If a person is experiencing some sort of trouble, God forbid, and he tells it to a wise man, a mighty man, or a rich man, until he succeeds in arousing that man's compassion, he can thereby be rescued from his trouble. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The Seven Beggars The First Day The great eagle then said, I will explain the stories that each one told. The first one said that he remembered when they cut the apple from the branch. He was saying that he remembered when they cut his umbilical cord. He was saying that he remembered when he was born and they cut his navel cord. The second one said that he remembered when the lamp was burning. He could also remember when he was in his mother's womb with a lamp burning over his head. The third one said that he remembered when the fruit began to form. He could remember when his body began to knit together as the fetus took its form. The fourth one said that he remembered when the seed was brought to be planted. He remembered how the drop was emitted at the time of conception. The fifth one remembered the wise men who discovered the seed. He remembered when the seed was still in the brain. The brain's mental power gives rise to the drop. The sixth one remembered the taste. This is the nefesh, soul. The seventh one remembered the fragrance. This is the ruach, spirit. The eighth one remembered the appearance. This is the neshama, essence. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter number 175 You should know, my son, that even here I have no peace, except when I am in the house of Reb Naftali, may his light shine. Even when I go to the mikvah, they lie in wait for me. Thank God I have escaped them so far. This coming Shabbat, and on Purim too, God willing, I will not eat in Reb Shmuel's house, may his light shine. He just made a wedding for his daughter, may she live and the groom from Zlatopolia and his teacher are eating with him. My niece Lana was just at my house here at Rev. Naftali's, may his light shine, and she appealed to me to please not be angry at her, and she gave money to Rev. Naftali to have me eat with him. They were from Rev. Nussin's family who lived in Uman. In every move that I make, every day, the suffering and humiliations are very great, but the expansions, the shows of relief within the suffering are wondrous indeed. For God has had pity on me and arranged things well for me so that I have a nice private room here with everything I need, thank God, tea, coffee, and everything that a person needs to live. People are attending me with great love, Reb Nachman from Tulchin and others of our comrades. Thank God I have people to talk to about our holy efforts, and thank God we go to the Holy Tzion, Reb Nachman's gravesite, almost every day. How great are the kindnesses and wonders of God! So we must trust God that He will surely rescue us from them. Then the verse will be fulfilled. They will fight against you, but will not defeat you. Jeremiah 1.19 Just fortify yourself, be strong, and trust God. He will not abandon you nor us, and we will be able to talk face to face again soon. Let us be happy and rejoice in His salvation, especially on the coming Holy Purim. The words of your father and teacher and the teacher of anyone who wants to hear my words and who is still uncorrupted. Farewell. Do not be afraid, for God is with you. They and a thousand like them will perish, and not one word of the Rebbe's holy teachings will be nullified. Rebnussen's Letters, Year 2, Letter number 429 
Had God not helped us beforehand by shining all good upon us so abundantly, so that we came to know about the light of the Rebbe's holy Torah teachings and about his holy hints, all of which are pure utterances, exquisite delights, and above all, were it not for the Rebbe's great, never-flagging power, which he explicitly told us to rely on, saying, Rely on my power, Tzaddik number 88 and 122, we would have already perished in our destitution. Thus it is written, Psalms 119.92, Had your Torah not been my delight, I would have perished in my destitution. And similarly, This is my comfort in my destitution. Your word has given me life. Psalms 119.50 Now that we have already merited to bask in the true pleasant light of the Rebbe's Torah teachings, which revive the soul and enlighten a complete ignoramus, until, through God's compassion, I merit to see in your letter in the midst of your bitter lament, that you speak about awesome wonders, the likes of which have never been heard. For there you wrote that you are encouraging yourself with the power of the elder who can retrieve all the arrows, even after they have been shot, and with the power of all the ten kinds of song, Rabbi Nachman's stories, the seven beggars. And you wrote that you must bind all kinds of exquisite delights from the Rebbe's teachings to your thoughts in order to give life to your soul. This is just what I want, this is precisely how the Rebbe rescues a person, and it is, it is exactly what he wanted, that his holy words should enter the heart like arrows shot from the hand of a warrior, and that people should use them to encourage themselves amidst the thick darkness, to turn grief and sighing into happiness and joy. Fortify yourself with the utmost determination, my son, and begin each day to prevail in all the holy ways that the Rebbe taught to rid yourself of your confused thoughts and bad ruminations. For nonetheless, his words are still true and correct. It is impossible to think two thoughts at once, and the person can direct his thoughts as he wishes. Even if sometimes the mind swerves and flies off into bad places, into the filthy places God spare us, it is in a person's power to turn his thoughts at will in the opposite direction, just as one grabs a horse by the halter and brings it back to the straight path. Know and believe that all this has already helped you immensely. It is only that the evil one keeps on attacking, for he is extremely persistent, and a person must therefore also be equally persistent to remain on the side of holiness. The main thing is to believe that no matter how inferior a person may be, every time he conquers his thoughts in this way, it is extremely precious to God. I have already spoken about this extensively, but the old and foolish king, meaning the evil urge, does not hear all this. He keeps infiltrating and attacking so strongly. It is as if he is describing to us his old foolishness for the very first time. Therefore, a person must summon his strength and believe anew in all the holy advice and words of inspiration, and he must sound them into his mind as if for the very first time. Do not let them grow old for you because they are constantly renewing themselves, especially since God, with his wonders, has helped me develop many new teachings based upon them. Again and again I see new kindnesses to the point that this year too, by God's kindness, we have completed all that we have through the agency of Rabbi Nachman, may his light shine. I yearn for him to come soon, and I hope and trust to God that he will. I am now waiting every moment for him to arrive through God's salvation safely and unscathed, and that with God's kindness all will be as it should. We have no one to lean on except our Father in heaven.
The words of your father, waiting for salvation, Nassan of Breslov. Shemot HaTzadikim, students of Rav Nassan of Breslov and their students, Rabbi Shmuel Meir, Rabbi Gedalia of Ladazin, Rabbi Nachman Tolchiner, his son, Rabbi Avraham of Yerushalayim, Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Moshe Breslover, Rabbi Shmuel Weinberg of Breslov, Rabbi Tzvi of Cherin, Rabbi Ephraim of Kremenchek, Rabbi Yitzchak of Ryrid, Rabbi Ze'ev of Terovitsa, Rabbi David, Rabbi Yassi of Adas, Rabbi Meir of Teplik, Rabbi Mordechai of Tolchin, Rabbi Isaac, his brother Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Abela of Cherin, Rabbi Asher Moshe, Rabbi Natan of Tzfat, Rabbi Chaim Katz, Rabbi Shimshon of Breslov, Rabbi Shoel, Rabbi Aryeh of Brelov, Rabbi Nachman ben Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac, Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Yosef, Rabbi Israel, Rabbi Shmuel of Nemerov, Rabbi Chaim Nachum, Rabbi Moshe of Uman, Rabbi Meir Yehuda of Breslov, Rabbi Isaac, Rabbi Leibzi, Rabbi Yehuda Eliezer, Rabbi Zalman of Uman, Rabbi Yonah of Uman, Rabbi Gershon, Rabbi Kutil of Zlatopolya, Rabbi Yosef Tzvi, Rabbi Yeshaya of Medvedevka, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef of Cherin, Rabbi Yeshaya of Cherkas, Rabbi Shlomo ben Rabbi Aryeh, Rabbi Shmuel of Kfar Yaakovitz, Rabbi Avraham of Kfar Sobotov, his brother Rabbi Aryeh, Rabbi Henech of Nemerov, Rabbi Tzvi of Nemerov, Rabbi Itzla of Ladazin, Rabbi Mendel, Rabbi Ozer of Uman, Rabbi Nachman Rivetzker, Rabbi Yitzchak Heisiner, Rabbi Chaim Kresenstein, Harav Rabbi Moshe of Tveria, Rabbi Aaron Nisan. Rabbi Nussan's Prayers 2 Prayer number 8 I will lift my voice like a shofar and call out to you, Master of the world, Lord who is one, ruler over all. Have pity and be gracious in your vast compassion. Send us a good, worthy, and excellent guide who is worthy of truly admonishing your nation, the Jewish people. In your vast compassion, guard us and rescue us from mentors who are unworthy and undeserving of admonishing your nation, the Jewish people. You know that not everyone is fit to give admonishment, and mentors who are unfit and unworthy can, heaven forbid, weaken our souls with their improper rebuke. Therefore, we turn to you, Hashem, our God, and God of our fathers, you who love your nation, the Jewish people. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name, and send us a worthy Savior, Rabbi, and Mentor, who will admonish us with a revealed rebuke out of hidden love. May a righteous man strike me with kindness and rebuke me, with his positive admonishment, with the admonishment of Moses, who, with his beneficial rebuke, enhances our souls with a good fragrance, strengthening and reinforcing our souls. May such a mentor strengthen, bolster, and reinforce our souls with powerful holiness, until a beneficial flow of goodness and blessing will be drawn down and pour onto all of the worlds that depend on our souls. Under the influence of this worthy mentor, May we truly return to you in complete repentance out of love until all of our sins are transformed into merits. Pour onto the true mentor the voice of Moses, the voice of the song that will be sung in the messianic future, the simple, double, triple, quadruple song that is incorporated into your great and holy name. That is the song of loving kindness that will be played in the future upon the 72 strings when the righteous will receive their reward. Fortunate is the ear that will hear the sound of that song. In your vast compassion, have compassion on us and send us such a mentor, someone who can admonish us with the sound of this song. Regarding this true mentor, may the verse be realized, Call out from the throat, do not restrain yourself, raise your voice like a shofar. 
May he arouse the voice that waters the Garden of Eden, the voice that is the river emerging from Eden to water the Garden. May that voice be revealed and drawn down unto us. That is the voice of holy song that will be awakened in the future when your good loving-kindness will renew your world, as in the verse, the world is built upon loving-kindness. May this voice cause all of the good fragrances and holy awe to grow. Draw unto us complete supernal awe of your elevated being, May I experience so much fear of you that I will always grovel and tremble before you. May I always feel your holy awesomeness upon me in all of my 248 limbs and 365 sinews. May your awesomeness stand before me so that I will not transgress. Help me attain true humility until I will truly be absorbed into you. Strengthen our soul. In your vast compassion and great loving kindness, Help me by truly nullifying and breaking my desire to eat. May I subjugate the food that sustains the body and instead strengthen, reinforce, and consolidate the sustenance of my soul with complete and intense power. Master of the world, you know how terribly weak our souls are. They have become terribly weakened because of our many significant sins, so that whatever place we lie down is our sickbed, beyond reckoning and communication, to the point that the strength of the porter has collapsed. You, who are filled with compassion at every moment, have pity on all of the parts of our soul, our nefesh, ruach, and neshama. In your holy awesomeness, strengthen them and reinforce them. Pour onto them the water that waters the Garden of Eden. Draw onto them the good fragrance of the Garden of Eden. Ultimately, in your great kindness, may all of our evil deeds be entirely transformed into merits, so that they will waft a good fragrance before you. As the verse states, My nard gave forth its scent, regarding which our sages said, The verse does not state released, but actively gave. May the verse be realized in us, they will be sated from the fatness of your house, and you will give them to drink from the river of your delights. Help us subdue, break, and nullify the heel of the side of evil, the heel of the wicked Esau, who represents the desire for bodily food and drink. May we overcome him with the heel of holiness, which is the holiness of Jacob, the heel of humility that precedes the fear of Hashem, which is the sustenance of the soul. May the voice is the voice of Jacob increase, rise, grow stronger, and prevail over the hands are the hands of Esau. Master of the world, you who are good to all, help us truly break and nullify the desire for eating and drinking. Have compassion on me for the sake of your name, Guard my soul and save me. May I not be ashamed, for I have taken refuge in you. Without delay, help me subjugate the food of the body and augment the food of the soul. May I eat and drink only for the sake of the existence of the soul. As the verse states, the righteous man eats to satisfy his soul.